0: The number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert.
1: Hey, 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 this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. I hope you guys have had a great week. The title of this session is Talking to People. Uh, many of you have heard me talk about the, the yin and yangs of life, uh, the yin and yangs of this business. There's probably no further yin and yang in this profession than the, tub, the subject of talking to people, talking to people. And uh, I just want to kind of get down to where the rubber hits the road. I hope in listening to this you'll realize where you lie Uh, in this situation. Where are you? Which end of the spectrum are you on? And then understanding, and this is the most important thing I'm going to say, and you've heard me say it a million times, and so many people, it's just, it's unbelievable to me that the number of people that don't see this clearly in this profession, and that is that it's ultimately not about you. It's not about you. It's about what can be duplicated by people on your team. And as you recruit people on your team, you're going to find two types of people. The first I call bull and China clock, clock distributors. They're just, they're bull and China clock distributors. They talk to everybody every day, everywhere they go. And I think their mode of operation is they know that they can get into the market around people. Every day, they're going to find a few people that simply can't tell them no. They're a vacuum salesperson's dream, uh, a vacuum cleaner salesperson's dream. There's people in the market that just can't tell people no, especially if your product price point is uh, less than $100. It's like some people, I'll give you $97, stick it on this credit card as soon as you can, just leave me alone. And... The amount of uh, awareness that these people have—it's just—it's just, it, it, just borders—borderlines on um, insanity. No self-awareness. Uh, their ability to talk—they can talk, 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 talk. Their ability to communicate is on the opposite end of the charts there's talking is not communicating and communicating doesn't take a lot of talking so you have bull and china clock distributors in virtually every company on the other end of the spectrum is you have people that are afraid to say anything to anybody and it, it's not even that they're afraid it's just that they would prefer not to <laughs> They would prefer not to. They don't want to get into uncomfortable conversations. They don't want to listen to people share too much information. Uh, Life is much easier uh, with a small group of people, and they just don't want to – it's not – It's not a lot of times people think, well, they're shy or they're backwards or they're And a lot of times. It's not that at all. It's just the fact they just don't want to go through the trouble. And that's not a good place to be in this business either. So you have those that won't talk to people and you have those that won't shut up and everybody in between. The number one mistake people make in this profession is they try to talk too much, especially when they first get started. They try to convince people to buy, sell or join we've seen that for 50 years in this profession are people that won't talk to their mother about their product or service. So what is the fine line as leaders? What do we do? First of all, we have to recognize the tendencies of the people that we have on our team because, you know, there's been thousands of hours of training on this topic thousands of hours about the three-foot rule uh, how to create conversations uh how to how to initiate conversations i mean there's been so much on this uh it's unbelievable and obviously when we really stop and think about it uh we're coming in my opinion this type of training you're kind of coming from a, a a different perspective it's like i'm not saying they're not valuable they surely are because there are some people that are just in the middle in the middle you know they're not the bull in china closet and they don't necessarily uh, avoid conversations with other people for whatever reasons they're just in the middle and trainings like that on the three foot rule and engaging people and creating conversations are valuable for some people. But duplication is about what can everybody do that can be duplicated by everyone that joins your team. And, And I hope that makes sense. So, you know, teaching people that uh, every time they're in the grocery line, they need to talk to the person in the front of them, or the person in back of or the back of them. Or every time they're in the post office line, I like to use a lot that they, you know, they talk to somebody in front of them or in back of them, or they look for somebody that they might know. Uh, you know, there's value, but I want to try in this podcast to just get people to look at it through just a little bit different color glasses, just a little bit different color glasses because there's real value in looking at someone and you think, oh, those are cool earrings and say, oh, those are cool earrings. And you start a conversation. And if you listen to conversation starters, uh, there's a lot of different conversation starters, a lot of people teaching different conversation starters that all work extremely well. But if you really listen to them, then almost inevitably, then they, they, they give a scenario of how a conversation works. And it always moves into a, 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 a the ability to bob and weave and work through and around to get your message in the marketplace. You know, form is a concept that's been taught in this profession and outside of this profession for years. When you first meet someone, family Oh, is that your little girl? You're at the tire start. Tire, is that your little girl? How old is she? She's adorable. Form, family, occupation. What do you do? Well, occupation is. Well, what do you do for a living? What do you do? Family, occupation, or you can talk about recreation. You know, I see you had a, a jet ski on the back of your of your pickup truck. You guys, were do you you guys jet ski a lot around here? Family occupation, recreation, and then the message. how do you work your business, your product or your service into the conversation? Well, for people on the opposite end of the spectrum and it could be for many reasons, they don't want to bother they don't they, they might be shy or just don't want uncomfortable conversations or don't want any conversations for whatever reason. Uh, that whole form or trying to uh, create a connection and then work through a conversation to try to to drop in something about their product or service is daunting for some people. For some people, it's the easiest thing in the world, and for some people, they they you know if you if 100 is bull in China closet. One is I would prefer not to talk to anybody. There's a lot of people in this profession. They're in the 40, 50, 60 range. I mean, they're in their sweet spot. Uh, some of you were on a webinar that I held with uh, an old friend of mine, guy that I worked with many, many years ago, working with now, uh, Gordy Alderson. Some, were, some of you were on a recent a webinar that we did with Gordy, and that's, he's just in his sweet spot there. He's, he's right in that 50, 55, 60, right in there. He's in a sweet spot. He's he's in his comfort zone uh, because he has an extremely high amount of emotional intelligence, which we he and I have had this conversation, and he doesn't even realize that that's such a strength for him because he does. He's very aware. He's very in tune to what people are saying, and he's he's conscious of body language and uh you know, has some training, I'm sure, in linguistics in, uh, programming and, and we could go on and on. But my my point is he's in the sweet spot and those that are in the sweet spot, and I'm not talking about Gordy in particular, but anybody that's in the sweet spot, uh, you know, and their sweet spot is going into the marketplace and meeting new people and creating new connections and following up and taking notes. And that's, that's where they are. You know, they're in that uh, – being BNI being, being world, you know, the Business Network International and meetup groups and that's just their thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Use your strengths. Absolutely use your strengths. But as leadership, we have to understand it's not about us. It's about what can be duplicated by the masses. What will work for the person who is sincerely shy and doesn't like to talk to people as well as the bull in the china closet. Is there something that will work for both of them? Because if there is, this is key, this is important. If there is, it can be duplicated. If there is, it can be duplicated. So spending a lot of time trying to teach people the three foot rule the form, concept, uh, complement, connect, and your message, and all the other concepts are being taught. That is real easy for people that are in their sweet spot, going into the marketplace, and the three-foot rule. That's that's in their sweet spot, and it's real easy for them to teach because what most people do is they teach at the level they first started having success. Most people teach at the level that they first started having success. So people that are in their sweet spot in operating within the three-foot rule tend to overteach that concept. And that's, that's with any concept. Somebody that got lucky by putting a billboard in the middle of the desert. Oh, I mean a blog. And put a blog out and got a couple people sponsored who randomly found their blog. Then they want to teach everybody that you have to have a blog if you want to be considered, And so on and so forth. And you can name any topic in this profession. So here's my point. Here's my point. And it's something I hope you'll really think about. Because I'm not just talking about three-foot rule. I'm really talking about every aspect of this profession. It's never about you. It's about what can be duplicated by the masses. Can you take someone who is antisocial but really has strong reasons for building a business? And see, that's what everything always comes back to is until people know why the how doesn't matter because if they don't want it bad enough all the training in the world is not going to get them into action Napoleon Hill said what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve so what can they what do they believe is possible for them in their business and that determines the action that they take And then what they end up doing is they get on a lot of different webinars and a lot of different trainings. And and again, I'm on this talking to people three foot rule uh, concept today. But again, it relates to anything in this business. And and maybe they're kind of antisocial, but they have strong reasons. And somebody's teaching them how to form someone. And... They make it seem so easy because it is easy for them, and they think I could never do that. I mean, I would feel so uncomfortable. I don't have the ability to bob and weave like they do. I don't have the ability to bob and weave like they do, and I think I would get lost in the conversation. And, guys, that's not going to go away, okay? This is the way it was over 35 years ago when I started. It will be the same way, you know, 35 years from now. It is what it is, and as leaders we have to we have to really we teach systems, but we have to understand, and we have to stop and think, okay, what can be sincerely duplicated by everybody, not just people that have extra skill sets or mindsets or transferable skills in a particular area so for me. I would never tr- never teach somebody ever to form people. Uh, I would never teach somebody in business to compliment, connect and deliver a message. And I would just never personally, I think you've got to go deeper than that. And I know I'm rubbing some feathers the wrong way, and I don't mean to be. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to help people see this bigger, that understand that if any time you're doing anything that cannot be duplicated by the masses, if you're teaching anything that cannot be duplicated by the masses, then duplication stops. Does that make sense? If at any time you're teaching anything that cannot be well, what anybody can do, this. this is no big deal. Look, it's no big deal for you. But you do, you know, and I know as well that it's a big deal for a lot of people. You know that. So, again, it's I'm really trying to communicate at a different level what I've been trying to communicate since the day we started these podcasts. And again, before I go any deeper, just. My foundational belief is that if any time that you're teaching anything that cannot be duplicated by the masses, and if you're teaching it to the masses, then you're wasting your time and everybody else's. Now, we have some private groups that we work with uh, and organizations, but when you're teaching generically to everybody, It's different than if you're if you have like uh, your phase one, phase two or phase three leadership group. I mean, the things that I will cover with our network marketing leadership development academy group is totally different than what I would cover on normally cover on a generic open webinar. And that's why webinar trainings are so important are so difficult. Because you're trying to provide value for people that are, you know, multimillionaires in this profession and people that started yesterday, the same as you are with podcasts as well. So for me, years ago, when, you know, you start hearing all this training about three foot rule and forming people and all this and knowing me and knowing my personality and then seeing other people that were just phenomenal at this. And that, you know, I'm, I'm very, uh, internal, uh, very internal, very um, internal. I, I love to listen. Um, and it gives me much deeper perspective. Uh, I cannot stand to hear somebody talk about that which they know nothing about or talk to hear themselves talking. It bothers me. So let's just step back for a second and let's just look at this and see if this makes sense for you. I hope that it will. There's no question that when we're in the marketplace, at the post office, the grocery store, uh, wherever, we're not at a networking event, we're just living life and we're around people, that meeting people at an airport or wherever can be a very valuable very valuable resource for us. Now, I think I've said on one of the podcasts or trainings recently, I was talking about Mark Arnell, and Mark Arnell built his business at a time uh, in Dallas. Dallas Airport was booming. It still is. Uh, But it was when everybody could go right to the gate. You know, you could go right to the gate. As soon as your family got off the plane, you could give your mom a hug and before all the security and everything that we have now, and he would spend a couple of hours a day just walking through the airport, and it's a huge airport, those of you that have been through the Dallas airport, it's not as big as Atlanta, but it's huge, go to different gates and hand out a drop card. And the drop card was basically, are you career frustrated? Uh, We're looking for people with leadership and management ability. Uh, call had a number and then it said 24 hour recorded message, something like that. Because his thought was, there's a lot of people that are away from their family, they're away from their friends, they're away from their home, they're traveling in the business, they're frustrated, they would like to do something else. That's my niche market. And he would hand out thousands of these every week. And from that, built the largest new skin distributorship, number one new new skin distributor in the world and that's what he did he's you know just a um, a preacher in the Dallas area he was looking for you know a way to supplement his underpaid ministry income so he, my point being and this is my point he wasn't going to the Dallas airport every day trying to find people that he could form, trying to find people he could create conversations with. He was just getting through the numbers as quick as he possibly can, walking down the halls, handing out these cards to frustrated businessmen and businesswomen. Okay, now, my next question is, could anyone on your team do that? Could the bull in China closet distributor do that? Could the person that doesn't want to have uncomfortable conversations do that? Well, the answer is, of course. And therefore, it can be duplicated. Does that make sense? I mean, does that really make sense? And see, I know that for 99% of network marketers, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it, it makes sense logically, but they cannot bring themselves to not do what's comfortable for them. I've referenced this before. You know, back in the day we all used to do pitch books and uh, I think pitch books today are a total waste of time. I wouldn't recommend anybody sitting down with somebody and going through a pitch book. Uh, that should never be part of anybody's uh, system. I mean, there might be a time and place to do it, but you should be able to do it with a napkin or just pull up a video online. I mean, really, pitch books, and there's companies that are still putting pitch books in their distributor kits. It, it blows my mind, honestly. For all the same reasons we've talked about. Your time's the most valuable asset that you have. But I can tell you the day I gave up my pitch book was a hard day for me in this profession because I had that thing perfected. I knew if I got in front of somebody sitting down at their kitchen table when I was done, they were joining. I mean, I just believed it and extremely high recruiting ratios towards the end of using the pitch book. In the beginning, mine were horrible like most people's were. But by the time VHS came into the marketplace, I had to make the change because I knew that handing somebody a video and say push play would would duplicate for the masses, for everybody on my team, much better than trying to learn the communication and skill sets required uh, to go through a pitch book so i made the decision not because it was in my best interest my best interest would have been continuing to use the pitch book but i made the decision based upon what would duplicate the quickest and the fastest for our team and you know the day that i saw that I forget what the article said, but it was like 70 or 80% of the people in the United States now on a VCR player, VHS player, then the, the decision was made. And it was I've never looked back. You know, in the early, it was like, well, is, there, is Beta going to win? Some of you remember there was, before VHS, there was Beta, and there was two different type of videos. So my point being that it's always about What can be duplicated by your team is never about what you feel comfortable doing. So as it relates to three-foot rule, my belief is simply this. Uh, For people that don't like uncomfortable conversations, wear a button. Wear a button, have in your purse, in your back pocket, a half a dozen brochures, anytime you go anywhere. And when you see a sharp person, you don't have to f- attempt to form them. You don't have to uh, come at them like a bull and try in the closet, tell them all about your product and service and why they would be great. and why, You know you don't have to regurgitate them verbally, regurgitate all over them verbally. All you have to do is say, hey, I noticed you were looking at my button. And as you're doing this, you're handing them the brochure that you pulled from your purse it's all one fluid motion. I've got a YouTube video on this. We'll try to put the link in the podcast notes. But hey, I noticed you were looking at my button. Here's a brochure that will tell you all about it. My website's on the back if you have any questions. And you just keep on walking. You don't have to engage. Uncomfortable. Wait a minute. Come here. Tell me about more about this. What is this? What does this do? I, I got to go. Sorry. Check out my website. Now they're at their peak of curiosity. And they will go to your website. Most people, once they create curiosity, they ruin it because they can't shut up. They cannot quit talking. Curiosity, guys, is one of the keys to recruiting. And my main question is, can a bull in china closet distributor tone themselves down enough where they can do this? And can the person that uh, that has fear... Can they take their courage up enough where they can do this? Can the masses do that? Can the masses have a button? Hey, I noticed you were looking at my button. This brochure tells you all about it and hand it to them and keep on walking. My website's on the back. And the answer is yes. And that means it will duplicate. It will duplicate. It will duplicate so i hope i've given you something to really really think about Uh, again it's just amazing to me the when a business model is based upon duplication how many how many ideas and methods are taught by people that that cannot and will not be duplicated ever by the masses and they try to make those part of their system. And I've talked about this at somewhat, at some level about private business receptions. Some people, you know, the way they launch every business, we gotta have a private business reception. I've talked about that, that's not duplicatable because some people live on the 17th story of a high rise. and, And it's just, you know, it's just not conducive to everybody, but everybody, can be walking down the aisle at Best Buy, make contact with a sharp person, say, hey, I know you noticed you were looking at my button. This brochure will tell you all about it. My website's on the back. Hand it to them, they take it, and you keep on walking. It's about duplication. You know, it's been shocking to me over the years, listening to a lot of leaders talk to, individually talk to their people, because I'm a listener and uh, they'll I, I eavesdrop on a lot of conversations it's I can't help it and you know their 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 um, team members asking questions about this and that and the other thing and how many times I've heard Joe, Mary, Sally you just have to talk to more people you just have to talk to more people and what they don't realize is this person does not feel comfortable. That's not in their comfort zone, bobbing and weaving and and being able to take a conversation from point A to point D or E where they want it where they can introduce their product or service. It's just not in their comfort zone. And it's like, yes, guys, you've heard me say it. I believe it. It's numbers. It's numbers. X number of people contacted equals reasons fulfilled. X number of people contacted equals reasons fulfilled. That is the formula for success in this business, law of averages. I've asked you to get Jim Rohn's CD, you know, uh, how to build a network marketing business where he talks about the law of averages in detail. And I said, don't listen to it. Memorize it because it is – that's the foundational concept that you've got to get from your head to your heart. But when somebody tells people someone they have to talk to more people – uh, and that person is on the 30 of the 1 to 100 scale we talked about. Uh, one being antisocial, 100 being bull in China Closet, and they're 30, and they don't, you know, they can do it, and they have done it, and they'll continue to do it, but it's like that's not really the answer I wanted to hear. So, what is more likely, leaders, teaching your people? to go out into the marketplace and have 30 conversations a week are teaching your people to go in the marketplace and say, hey, I noticed you were looking at my button. This brochure will tell you all about it. My website's on the back and keep on walking. We're all looking for the right people at the right time in their life. And those that have high sales capabilities want to They don't want to uh, get through the numbers. They want to develop rapport and recruit. They want to close. And when you can get away from those things and just understand success is about finding the right person at the right time in their life and get through the numbers and just get through the numbers uh, as Mark Yarnell did, Uh, you will build an unbelievable business. But you've got to be strong. You've got to identify each person on your team. Where are they on this 1 to 10 scale? And, you know, we tend to make superstars out of those that have, that are just blind action takers. You know, they just blind action takers. Just boom, and then just boom, just regurgitating on everybody every single day. And you see it in every single company, every company. So I hope I'm giving you some things to think about. Uh, you know, maybe you're seeing this at a little bit deeper level. Uh, I so appreciate your support of this podcast and your feedback. And uh, I hope you'll really think about this because I know you can do it. See, I know you can do it. Uh, what we try to teach is that which can be duplicated by everybody that ever listens to this podcast. That's our hope for you because if you can duplicate it, if you can do it, then your team can do it and you can build a growing business with a great customer base and team members that you're proud of. Uh, That's my hope for you. You guys have an awesome week. This is Dale Coward. We'll talk to you next week on another session of the mlmsuccess.com podcast.
0: If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us.